Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about love and fear. Love and fear are basically on the same stick. One's at one end, the other's at the other end, but love is fear. And if you can understand that perspective, then it'll make things a lot easier. We don't really understand how much fear is all around us, but when you start to see it, it makes a lot of sense. And then you can raise your perspective. So I think you'll really like this episode. On September 9th at noon, we're going to do a mass meditation, and we're going to create a special meditation for this one. We're going to get everyone together. We'll have it on Zoom. And uh, if you can make it at that time, that'd be great, but you don't have to actually be there on Zoom. You can do it in the privacy of your own home or wherever you are. And we will create this meditation this week and send it out to everyone. If you want a copy of that for free, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And I'll send you the meditation and all the information. Okay, thanks for being here. And like and subscribe and share it with your friends. And leave a review if you can. That's like the best thing you can do for us. So we really appreciate everything you do. Let's get ready for this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Hi. We'd like to remind you what love is. Love is all that is. There is nothing other than love. Love is good and bad and right and wrong and better and worse and neutral and parallel and fluid. And everything that exists is based in love. Fear is based in love as well. There is a dynamic going on here in the earth reality. It is shifting and changing and moving and flowing and creating an environment where there is great opportunity to explore in a way that isn't available anywhere else. This is why you're here. Now, think about the dynamics of this earth reality. Think about this idea of forgetting who you are, this amnesia, you might want to call it. Think about this feeling of separation, this inaccurate feeling of separation, because of course, you are love as well. You are all you are nothing, you are everything, and you are all of it in between. You are the manifestation of love at the highest level. The highest level in terms of something new, something different, something here to explore, something that is novel and does not really exist anywhere else. You chose to be here. You chose to be here now at this time. This is an exciting time. It's a fun time. But you have to look at it from the perspective of who you truly are. You are love and everything is love. There is nothing to fear. Fear is just a way of looking at everything from a slightly different perspective, from a perspective that is quite different from the non-physical. In the non-physical, you cannot have this perspective. You cannot feel separate. You cannot forget who you are. You cannot feel like an individual. You cannot give meaning to things. You cannot manifest things over time. You cannot really birth desires. You can't have goals and ideals and outcomes that you strive for. You can't feel bad when those things don't happen. You can't really don this identity that's too different from the identity of all that is. And so in this reality, you really expand to this experience because you are unique in this way. You're courageous in this way. You're an explorer, an adventurer. You're a thrill seeker. And to be here now means you literally won the lottery to be here now. This is where everyone wants to be. Now, to be here and to remember who you are, well, maybe you think that would be nice, but really it wouldn't add to the expansion that you were intending. What you want to know above all is the life that each of you chose. 
It's unique. It's quite different. It is something that maybe from your human perspective, you wouldn't have chosen, but you absolutely chose every ounce of it, every aspect of it, every detail of it from your non-physical, wiser, experienced perspective. That non-physical perspective is without fear. Knowing though that you would experience fear while you're here. The fear is simply that illusion of separation. That's all that is. Without that illusion of separation, this would be an entirely different reality. And quite frankly, most of you would be bored with it. There wouldn't be the feeling or the depth of feeling or the unique types of feeling that you experience that are different from anyone else. And so your life as you are living it exactly perfectly in every way, shape and form is creating perspectives that could not be created anywhere else. These perspectives are very, very, very important. They're adding to all that is in a brand new way. These perspectives can only be had by you. No one will ever have the perspective in any moment that you have now, have had in the past, or will have in the future. When you return to the non-physical, you will see how amazing these perspectives were. You'll also realize how limited they are. But that's part of the fun of this. It's part of the fun to suspend reality, dip in here, and take on a whole new way of thinking, a whole new way of looking at reality, at yourself, at everyone else. You see, in the non-physical, there's no illusion that anything is outside of you. It is all you. Now, of course, you can separate yourself and you can be individual and play with that, but it's not real. And there's no feeling attached to it. And so there's no meaning in it. Everything you do here, you assign meaning to. Now, most of that meaning is based in fear, based in a limited perspective, based in an identity. The things you want, basically based in lack of what you want. If you had them, you wouldn't want them. The outcomes that you strive for, well, basically to make yourself feel better, more secure, less fear. So everything you are deriving in this reality from a limited perspective is based in somewhat in fear, and this is what is driving everything ahead. But you're taking the fear way too seriously. And it's simply because you're forgetting who you are and you're forgetting how you designed this life. If you can hold on to this one key fact, this one key truth, that you, from your non-physical perspective, without the illusion of separation, created a life for you to experience as the human, enjoy, and to expand who you are. That life you created is perfect. You don't see that. But when you start to see it, everything changes. When you start to have faith that you can't possibly make a mistake because it's all designed for you, however you want to choose to look at it. Now, you could look at it from the most limited perspective as the victim perceiving the outside conditions can make you feel something and that everyone is out to get you. You could look at your life like that. That could be your perspective. You could choose that. And it's always a choice. If you want, you could choose that perspective. And this would be a highly expansive experience for you. But it wouldn't be any fun. You wouldn't really get out of it what you intended to get out of it. All of you who are on this call now, 
all of you who are listening at a later date, you couldn't be here unless you had very strong intentions. Those intentions are leading you to the life that you will live. But what is available to you is your own perspective, how you choose to see it. Will you rise out of the fear? Will you trust yourself? Will you derive information internally instead of relying on outside experts and pundits and media to inform you? Well, if you can do that, this life is going to be delightful, unimaginable. And you're going to really understand who you are. Not who you are as Joe, Bob, Sally, the human, but who you are as an aspect of love, of source. Who you are in the non-physical, the power that you are. There are infinite consciousness throughout the non-physical that are not prepared for this adventure. How are you here? Well, you're prepared. You couldn't be here if you weren't prepared. You are prepared perfectly for the life that you designed. There are no mistakes, no coincidences, no accidents whatsoever. You and your soul family and everyone in your life chose to be here, chose to have this experience at this time in this earth reality because it's an adventure. It's exciting. It's fun. There are things going on here. But the fear is causing you to play it safe, causing you to play it small, causing you to feel more fear, adopt more limited perspectives, limit yourself from having what you want, doing what you want, being what you want. The fear, we like to say, is like the water in the fishbowl. And the goldfish asks, what is water? Well, it's all around you. But you have to look at it as preferences and desires and outcomes and ideals. Why do you want these things? Well, that stuff you're swimming in, that fear, doesn't even feel like fear to you. But when you say, no, I would never do that. No, I don't prefer that. No, I don't want to do that. No, I will never act on that inspiration because that's not me. Just know it's fear. And if you could push past that fear, you will make your way to every single thing you truly want. If you're open to the inspiration that's flowing by letting go of this identity, letting go of what you think you need to be happy, what you think you need to be satisfied, if you can let all of that go, and act on the inspiration that comes to you, whether it comes directly through you in thought or through someone else in your reality. If you can do more of these things and lean into more of these things and trust that everything is leading you to everywhere you want to go, well, you're going to have an unimaginable life. This is what we're here to teach you. How to feel better is to relax into the life that you created. Because that life is love. Love is perfect. You are love. You are perfect. Everything's perfect. And there's no such thing as imperfection. Imperfection is the myth that you can let go of and trust that you chose perfectly every experience you will ever have. All you have to think about is, how can I see this as happening for me rather than to me? How can I see the perfection in everything and everyone, and especially myself. How can I understand my worthiness to play in this arena? How can I realize that 
I came for something more, not the average life. There are plenty of those who are living that. Just the experience of living in physical reality as a human is an amazing experience. But you've done that before many times. And this time, you came to play it big. And when we say big, we say think about who you are in the non-physical. Because that is big. And that's who you are. That version of you has no fear. And with a higher perspective, you will not have fear either. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Emma. I have a question about conflict. Um, I found a podcast that was way, way back in like 2017 or something where conflict was discussed. And actually it was hilarious because you spent a whole hour talking about organic eggs. <laughs> and in the podcast, someone asked the question, um, that they wanted to buy organic eggs and their husband told them not to buy organic eggs. And you answered something along the lines of, say yes and agree with your husband. Yes, yes, I agree with you about the organic eggs and then go out and buy them anyway, which I found very funny and interesting. But I couldn't find anything else about conflict in any of the podcasts. So I have a question around potentially saying no and if it fits in with these te teachings at all. If someone no. is asking you, <laughs> okay, <laughs> if someone is asking you to do something you don't want to do or trying to push something on you that you do not prefer and it's not in alignment with where you currently are, maybe there are limiting beliefs to process and I get all of that. But in the moment, if you can't say yes in alignment, is it better to say no and honour your, your personal sovereignty or is it better to say yes and then work on limiting beliefs at a later date? I am I have something going on in my life at the moment where this is relevant and I'd be really interested to hear what you have to say about Excellent. this. Thank you. We would say that it would depend upon how many manifestation events you want to go into. If it's easier to say yes and you can maintain a high perspective through whatever that is, then that might be the way to go. Is it easier for you to say no? It would depend on your perspective in the moment. You see, you're going to do whatever you're going to do based on that perspective. If you perceive that someone's taking advantage of you by requesting that you do something that you do not want to do, and you do it based in not wanting to have conflict, well, then you're just being influenced into a state of more limited perspective. Victimhood perceiving the outside conditions or people have any impact on you whatsoever. They cannot unless you choose to allow that. Do you choose to allow it? When you say, am I self-sovereign as a way to protect yourself, you're still operating from a limited perspective. If you can say, as this attached to my identity, I want to be agreeable. I'm an agreeable person and you're doing all these things you don't want to do, well, maybe you can give that up. You don't have to be agreeable. You have to understand that all of you and all of you listening are at a much higher perspective, but you don't consider yourselves that way. You consider yourselves average people who like to listen to stuff that makes them feel good. You don't understand the power of who you are. You couldn't be here. You could not be here, literally. 
listening to this now if you weren't a maverick explorer? Leading edge of leading edge of leading edge. Now, when you are thinking perfection and how is this for me, with every single thing that you're invited to or comes your way, then it's easy to say yes. If you're standing for your own sovereignty, authentically, truly, it's never really going to come. It can't come. How could it come? If you were authentically you, all that would come is things for you. But sometimes they don't match the identity. Sometimes they don't match the outcome. Sometimes they don't match the ideal. You're pre-paving what's the worst that could happen. If you switch that around a bit, you see how the victim might say, everything is happening to me. And the creators would say, everything's happening for me. The victim might say, what's the worst that could happen? And the creator might say, what's the best that could happen? If you were constantly looking for what's the best that could happen, pre-paving this way, oh, would you like to come to a party Saturday night? There'll be 50 people there. We're all going to dress in island garb. And we're going to have mocktails, and it's going to be non-alcoholic. And this would be something Gary would say, this sounds terrible to me. Of course, that would be his identity. He would have to say, well, this is coming to me. What is the little negative emotion telling me? What does it have to do with the identity? And why is it coming at this time? He would prefer to lay on the couch, cuddle with the dog, and watch some TV show. So he has to move through that. He's aware of it. He has to look at how it affects his identity. Now let's get into the idea of conflict. Could you be in conflict with anyone if you knew who you were? Be impossible. Because if you said no, that's not a conflict to you. It just is what it is. It's just how this is brought to you and what you perceive of it in reflection of who you perceive yourself to be. That's all it is. You couldn't have any conflict because you wouldn't feel like you're letting someone down. Then again, if you believe that your way is the right way and there is no other way, well, you just put yourself in a box. Because the universe is here to show you the unimaginable and the unimaginable does not exist within a box. And if you are rigid, 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 you're going to live a life of conflict, 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 because those people have agreed to come to you to show you who you're being. And if that version of Emma is limited, I do not sing karaoke. I do not bungee jump. I do not jump out of airplanes. I do not ask other people out for dinner. I do not go next door to the neighbors and borrow eggs. I'll give them all the eggs they want when they come over here, but I'm not going over there to burden them. You see, if you are everything and nothing, if you are love and fear and hate and envy and delight and joy and humor and excitement, all rolled up in this bundle, every single thing is active. So imagine this sizzling little balls all over the place, little lightning bolts going all over. At any time, you could be anything. Doesn't matter. You're fluid. You don't have to be nice. 
You don't have to be good. You don't always have to be mean or bad or courageous. You get to be anything you want to be in that moment because the moment is context. What is shaping up in the reality of this moment? I'm sitting at home. It's Saturday night. I'm feeling lonely and sorry for myself that I'm not out in the town with everyone. And then the phone rings and I get an invitation to do something that would lead to this thing I want. And yet I have excuses, excuses, excuses because it would affect my identity or it would take me out of my box or it would be something new. So anytime you have an opportunity to do something new, your fear is going to pop up. Your little ego, the thing that keeps you safe in physical reality, keeps you from jumping off bridges. Even though you think, ooh, that'd be fun to jump off that bridge, the ego stops you from doing that. It keeps you safe. It also tends to keep you safe from emotion, from negative emotion. And so it asks you, don't go out on a limb. Don't be too big. Don't try something new. You'll get this, that, and the other thing in return, and you're not going to like it. Well, who wants to live like that? That is highly limited for an explorer such as yourself. Now, when you lean into everything, when you say yes, 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 what you're really doing is opening up, pushing past that fear. Because this invitation, no matter what it is, it's come into your awareness, come into your physical reality. You have an opportunity here. You have a grand opportunity, but it will depend on how you choose to see it and where you hold your perspective. Can you maintain that perspective all the way through? Can you look for perfection? Can you see the perfection in the experience? And when you are through that experience, can you look back and see the perfection then? If you can, one thing will happen. Your perspective will shift upwards. Now, since this is the only thing that's happening anyway, this is the only thing you really want, because every single thing that comes to you is tied to your perspective. The higher that perspective of yourself in every area of your life, in your own reality, I'm the creator of my reality. I'm the observer of my reality. I'm the experiencer of my reality. And I can choose any perspective. I can choose to hold the perspective of perfection and look for it and see it and acknowledge it and talk about it and revel in it. Or I can choose to hold the perspective of imperfection and complain and whine and gossip and wish and hope and try to change the conditions only to make myself feel good. But of course, the conditions can't make you feel good. The conditions can't do anything. You choose it how you react to anything. Now, that reaction is always based on how you see yourself. So if you see yourself as someone who cannot sing and you're invited to karaoke, and then it's going to ding your identity, oh, I'm not good at something, you're not going to do it. Nobody cares. You could have so much fun with it. And people will cheer you on for being brave. Do you ever notice that? When you go out on a limb, people cheer you on. Oh, that's so brave. Well, that's the life that you intended to live. So there is no conflict in any of it. It's all made up in your head. You get to choose how you want to 
perceive it. That choice of perception is up to you. You will expand exponentially in love. It's all love anyway, but from the good feeling side, from the higher perspective side, from the understanding who you truly are side, from the living as how you intended to live side, from the knowing that every experience that you'll ever have that comes to you is going to come to you anyway. And your choice is that perspective. Raise that perspective and you get out of the fear. You move up into higher and higher and higher densities. That's all you want to do. Because in the lower densities, everything is slow. Nothing is really manifesting. There's a lot of feeling, negative feelings, negative emotions. And then because of how the system works, you get more of the same and more of the same and the more of the same. When you start to perceive yourself as a victim, when you are born into this reality and when you are told what to do and when you realize that you're separate from anyone else and really when you realize there's something to fear and when everyone else wants you to be different than you are, you adopt a set of limiting beliefs and everything is slow and it doesn't feel good. For all of you, you might have set yourself up in childhood specifically to experience this, to experience the depths the depths of that limited perspective of how that feels. But guess what else you chose? To be more emotionally sensitive. In that emotional sensitivity, you had to find a way out because it didn't feel good. And so you ask questions and ask questions and guess what? It led you here. Now that you're here, you don't have to worry about what happens anymore because you chose that childhood. You chose those parents. You made agreements with them. Treat me like this. Make me feel unloved, unworthy, incapable, not good enough. Make me want to be good. Make me create an identity so that I can get like love from other people. I will come into this as this massive, powerful energy of love. I will forget who I am. I will feel separate. I will adopt limiting beliefs. I will then create this false identity. I will try to get something from my outside conditions to make me feel good. It'll never work. And this will drive me to find the answers. When I find the answers, I have a whole bunch of momentum of limitation. I peel them away by doing one thing, pushing past fear to see myself from a higher perspective. Your inner self is guiding you through these experiences. When you say no to them, well, you don't get the benefit of the experience. It doesn't matter. You'll get more and more and more. However, if you're in the momentum of saying no all the time, you're going to live a small life, and that is going to be painful and frustrating for all of you. When you start saying yes more often, you're going to be led into unimaginable experiences that will elevate your perspective and rise you out of this fear so that becomes easier and easier and easier. And we call this phenomenon confidence. Get a little confidence, goes a long way. Wonderful question. Joe. Thank you. Okay, I have a a few things happen to me. and A few things happen for you. Yeah, this week. So a few days ago, I had a dream where it was very painful in the dream. I was pulling bones out of my hands of some cat skull and a little tiny skeleton, and it was really painful. And then I woke up and my hand was still in a lot of pain. It's like, where did this come from? 
And then last night, uh, I was taking out our yard waste to the curb so they could take it. And I just fell down, scratched up my hand, ripped off skin of my toe, banged up my knees. And then Joshua has said many times that, you know, the physical body is kind of like the last resort. Well, what we am I say, missing here? We will say that it does get your attention, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And it does create experience, doesn't it? And it does create context. Yes. It does allow you to tie it all together. Well, this physical body is how you move through this reality. Your physical body is a equal partner in this for you. And without it, you'd be a ghost, wouldn't have much of experience. You get to use this physical body to experience this reality. You say, pain's bad, pleasure's good, great. You know what you want to avoid when you have physical pain. You want to make sure you don't fall on those rocks or do anything that could lead to premature return to the non-physical. Not that that's really possible, but it keeps you here in this reality. The same is true of emotional pain. You want to try and avoid experiences that might lead to some sort of emotional pain. Of course, that's never going to return you back to non-physical may make you angry for a bit. But you will notice that from a different perspective, physical pain and emotional pain, very similar in their intensity. If you are taking out those leaves and those branches to the curb and you were in high spirits with a really high perspective, and you did the exact same thing, you would start laughing and you barely feel anything at all. If instead you said, oh, I need to be more careful. I'm so clumsy. Everything is happening to me. Look at this. I Now I've gone and done it and I wrecked up my hand and fell on my knee and bruised myself. And now I'm going to limp for four days. I'm such a klutz. It's going to hurt a lot more. When you have an experience, you can experience it from either perspective. But when you experience from a higher perspective, guess what? Hardly any pain. Maybe no pain. When you believe that things are happening to you, you have to be careful. You have to protect yourself in some way to experience joy. Then you're going to be playing it small. And then there's going to be no opportunity for pain. But what if you change your perspective? And what if you just live life? and let it come and not care what happens. Is that pain gonna be with you next month? Probably not, probably not even today. Certainly not to the intensity it was then. If you thought it was funny, if people applauded as you crashed to the ground, you would hop back up and feel almost nothing. So this is a wonderful illustration of the benefits of a higher perspective. When you have a scary dream, you're just misinterpreting it. That's all. It's never scary. You're having the perfect experience in the non-physical during those times where you are in slumber. You just filter it through your physical reality and it comes out as this or that. It doesn't really mean anything. All the benefit of that exercise while sleeping, you call a dream, is done in a way that is not really conscious more for your non-physical self. When you wake up from a scary dream, though, often, what do you feel? 
Relief. Thank God that didn't happen. Thank God I have this beautiful, wonderful life and I'm all fine. And there's no spits of bones sticking out of my fingers. This is another thing that you can revel in. And when you have a good dream, you can say, oh, that's just right around the corner. Instead of what most people do going, oh, I'm back to my horrible life after that wonderful dream. Everything is about perspective. And the more you live by this idea of you're in absolute control over how you perceive your reality. A hundred percent, because it's always a choice. Now there's momentum and you do the work. You process limiting beliefs. You endeavor to see yourself from higher and higher perspectives. You receive inspiration. You meditate. You do your daily spiritual practice. You take your courses. You do the exercises. You interact with the others. You listen to the podcast. You read the books. You watch the videos. And you start to see yourself, not as Joe phenomenally talented artist but as joe the conduit of love flowing through you effortlessly and easily through inspired thoughts that you allow to come through you and put on canvas original thoughts original ideas if you can do it right there you can do it everywhere you could take out the leaves and the yard work in a completely original fashion you didn't have that identity. You could hop, skip, and jump your way to the curve. And we guarantee you that you would not fall. You would not need a manifestation event. You would not need a question. You would just be living in joy as the authentic version of you. But you want to look a certain way. You want to act a certain way. You want to be responsible. You want to be good. Who cares if you brought him to the curb? Why did you do that in the first place? Look at all these things that you're doing and ask yourself, is this necessary? Why would I be doing this anyway at this time of day? Why bother? And then ask yourself seriously, oh, you have to do it. Or they'll pile up or look messy. Or what will the neighbors think? Or they'll complain. Or if you wait an extra week, oh, it'll be too much to do. It'll be too heavy. You're always trying to protect yourself from all these little things that do not matter. You forget you're the creator of your reality. So you created the yard work. You created the feelings of, I can't believe I have to take care of all this stuff and take it out to the curb and do all this stuff. And we're just going to have to do it again next week and next week and next week and next week and next week for the rest of my life. This way of thinking and feeling and being creates some areas of your life that are fantastic and others that are limiting. So think of every single thing you do. Every single thing you do and ask yourself, why am I doing it? Am I doing this because this is the most exciting, joyful thing I can do right now? Or am I obligated? Will there be some conflict? Will I get in trouble? Will people say things about me? You're trying to protect yourself from all these things. And that leads you into these manifestation events so that you can ask this perfect question at this perfect time that will help so many people. There's nothing you have to do. Everything on this reality in this plane of existence, you get to do. You get to take the leaves out. You get the experience of falling in your fingers and toes. You get to have the experience of dreams. You get to have the feeling of emotion. Whether it's good or bad or indifferent, you get that. They don't get it anywhere else. When you return to the non-physical, you're going to be blown away by how lucky you were that you got to live this experience. We say lucky in jest, of course, but the difference in perspective between where you are now 
having to do all these things to protect yourself from pain, both emotional and physical, or getting to do all these things, regardless of the pain or the emotion. You want the negative emotion just as much as you want the positive emotion. You want to feel. You want to feel alive. You want to bump your knee once in a while. Oh, sure, it hurts for an instant, but you get to have that experience. That's a lottery you won to have that experience. If you think about that, think about it from that perspective, every single thing that you experience in this reality, you got to do so because you won the lottery. You got to be here. And you also get to change up the way you think. Now, a lot of people can do that. You're all on the forefront of the leading edge of thought. So you're able to easily modulate and move and shift and sort your frequency, i.e. your perspective. Raise that perspective. And if you want to say you'll get everything you truly want, you will, which is a bump and a bruise now and then. Because you want to know, you want to shake yourself up when you're limiting yourself, when you're doing things because you've always done them. You have to do them. What would happen if I don't do it? Shake it up and see what happens. This life is supposed to be novel. Not the same old, same old, same old, same old. Most people are living the same day over and over and over again because they're emitting the same vibration at the same perspective with the same amount of feeling. You all are emitting higher vibrational feelings and receiving higher vibrational information. This will lead you, if you act on inspiration, to the life you truly want to live, which is a life of a high perspective, a life of service, a life of an example, a life of the unimaginable. Excellent question. Lori. Okay. So uh, in this fishbowl that we live in, right, if we're the fish acting as humans in this fishbowl that's surrounded by fear, and we are slowly changing, hopefully faster than slow, but changing our goo around us into love instead of fear, right? And then as we were placing the fishbowl contents and we're living big, that also uh, empowers uh, the world to see our focus perception. And then we're changing the world by changing our little fishbowl. Through this process, are we changing the earth plane reality into what somebody could call like a heaven on earth type thing are we is that when we become a blended being are we changing earth into heaven on earth for just ourselves for everybody how does that work well would you call earth outside of you not now, no. Okay. It's a projection. Is Earth itself anything other than heaven and Earth? Heaven. Could it possibly be? No. But could someone perceive it as inhospitable, malevolent, dangerous, painful, Absolutely. They have the free will to do that. They have the choice of perspective. Right. So if you're that fish in the fishbowl and you're swimming around in fear, 
And we just opened this entire remark by saying love and fear are the same thing. Mm -hmm. Suddenly you're swimming around in love, but nothing's changed. The only thing that's changed is your perspective. You see? Right. Yes. You remembered who you are. You remembered why you're here. You remembered it's all love. And you operate now as if it's all love. And so when something comes to you and you say, no, I don't want to do that. You don't have to do it, but think about it. Are you afraid to do it? No, it's just my preference. Is your preference based in fear? Is it based on an identity? Is that identity limited compared to who you truly are? If you took an hour to explain who Lori is, would you come close to explaining who you truly are? If you took one, two, three seconds to say, I am a eternal, limitless, magnificent being of pure positive love and acceptance, would that be pretty close to everything you ever have to say about your identity? Yes. You see, as you mm -hmm. move towards that identity, which means releasing the Lori identity, right? releasing the I'm this way, I do this thing this way, I'm nice, I'm good, I pay attention, I pay, play by the rules, I never make a mistake, I'm smart, I'm intelligent, I'm trustworthy, I'm reliable, I have good credit, I have bad credit, whatever it is you want to choose to say yourself, that's right. going to take a lot of breath to get that out. And it's never going to come close to saying, I am a limitless, magnificent being of pure positive love and acceptance. Now, if someone invites you to sing karaoke, which Gary will never do, so don't even accept, believe that he's going to be anywhere close to doing that. But if someone invited him to karaoke, other than to prove that he's elevated, he would say no. Now, he might use that opportunity to say, oh, i am lost my identity. Now I can do anything I want to do. But if you were to say to someone who really understood that they were a pure positive being of magnificence, eternal, limitless, if they're limitless, then what's limiting them? Oh, one little thing, fear. So if they're not limited by fear, there's no fear. So that fishbowl is full of love only because they're not limited. Since all limitations are self-imposed, remove the limitations, you remove the fear. But the fear is this context that you get to wade through. You get to move through. You will always have some limiting belief because the base limiting belief in this reality is I am not the creator of my reality. I'm the victim to it. That's just what you came in with. This is gives you context for everything else you do. Now, can you rise above it? Well, a lot of people don't want to. There's no reason for them to. They don't have the strong intentions that you did. They did not come here to be the example that you did. So they're fine waiting around in the fear and perceiving that they're victims and wishing and hoping that's fine or get to feel what it's like to be a human. But if you came in with strong intentions like you all did, well, that's just going to be frustrating, annoying, and slowing you down. Why does it take long to manifest things? If you're holding on to an identity and that identity is not true, it's just limiting, would it make sense for you to have everything you think you want by holding on to an identity that's not true? Would you create a life that said, I have the strong intention to express love, to adopt the mindset of service to others as service to self, and then to be the example of alignment? 
Along the way, I realized we're going to adopt an identity. Part of that identity is true, sure, but a lot of it's limiting. If in the limitation of this identity, I was successful by any standard, then I would never get to fulfill my intentions. So it would be impossible to be successful by whatever standard you think is true for yourself. That's just a limitation. Gary was thinking he had this thing figured out when he was in business. And yet underlying his reality and all the reality of his friends was there is no satisfaction in this whatsoever. What do we do? We play golf. We go out to dinner. We have employees. We come in and act like we own the thing. We have boats and cars and planes and trucks and toys and all these things and go on vacations. None of that was satisfying at all. And then he lost it all. Of course he did. Because to be a success in this identity that was never true would be to say, yeah, that's what you intended. You intended to go ahead and live this Western fantasy life and then be successful and live happily ever after with all these intentions you had to be this example and to share this information and do the things that you're doing. That would make no sense. He could not feel satisfaction no matter what he did. And because of that, he kept going for more and more and more and more and more. And eventually the house of cards fell down and then he was left with no identity to reform an identity. And of course, remnants were still there till just a couple of weeks ago. It's a process of moving through that identity to say, what I think I fear is based on who I think I am. If I was someone different, if I was born in a different land to different parents with a different education and a different culture, I would have a different set of limitations for sure and a different identity. Why? Isn't that interesting? Most people never consider their identity as a product of their environment. Unique, and of course, built upon who they truly are. But get rid of that limiting part, and if you get rid of it, soften it. Push through it. Think of yourself in a new way, and suddenly that fishbowl is Filled with love all of a sudden. How'd that happen? Did you change it? Or was it always there, but you couldn't see it? Because you were operating from the perspective that that is fear. And the fear is limiting. When you operate from the perspective of it's love, it's always been love, and all I have to do is adjust my perspective to see that it's love, then I don't transform the fishbowl. I just transform my own identity and perspective. When I do that, unimaginable things happen. Now, they've always been there. They've always been there waiting for you to say yes, to go and do it, to move through it. You're being guided to everything you truly want all the way through, but you don't know what you truly want. You only know what you think you want, and what you think you want is based on that identity. Does that answer your question at all? <laughs> yes, thank you. Excellent. We have time for one very long question. Who's got a very detailed question that we could just spend hours on. Dave. Well, I don't know if this is detailed or not, Joshua, um, but first I want to thank you for, for being here and thank you and, and let you know that I appreciate you. And I hope that you'll take this question as not being disrespectful. I know why we're here. We're here because we're seekers, as you have said. 
I just really want to understand why you are here as an entity. We are thrilled to be here. We wouldn't want to be anywhere else. You see, we're a collection of interested parties that you have brought in. We couldn't be here without you. All we needed was one of you to begin with. But whether it was one of you or a million or 10 million or billion or trillion, it does not matter. If it was just Joshua and Dave forever, we'd be thrilled with that. We are coaches and teachers and leaders and supporters and cheerleaders and all that to help you feel better in this reality. We understand that you have a perspective, that you feel separate, that you feel like an individual, that you want to be a certain way to get a certain thing, that you believe you, physical reality operates a certain way. You want to believe that you have some control over it. You want to limit the bad stuff and make more good stuff. And you don't really know what the good stuff is because all the good stuff you've ever seen has been in a box. You've seen someone else do it. They got the car, the house, the girl, whatever it is. That's just a box. We're opening you up to a new idea. When you raise that perspective of yourself and your reality, when you understand who you truly are, more powerful than you can imagine, because we see who you are. You're standing right here with us in the non-physical, who you are. You got inspired to ask this question. How did that happen? Because the Dave in the non-physical is tapping us on the shoulder and saying, he's going to ask a question here. You ask this question. Now, this question isn't just for you. It's for all of the others who will ever hear this answer. That's how powerful you are. That's what you're here to do. You're here to ask the questions, walk the walk, talk the talk, think the new perspective, be the example of alignment, see the perfection where everyone else is looking only at imperfection, and then to realize somehow, some way, who are you to be this magnificent being way on the leading edge of thought. Ah, you just fell into it, or you just met someone who talked to you about it, or you just watched this. No, you have this in you. You intended to be here. You intended to meet the person you met, to have the sister you have, to have the experience you have, to have the emotional sensitivity you have, and the intellect you have, the combination of the two to be born where you are, to be able to express yourself and to think your own way without any repercussions, to push past fear, to open up to possibilities that most people are not open to, to think, yeah, this is weird, but there's something going on here because you're remembering it. That's all you're doing. As you see yourself as this intrepid explorer that you are, from higher and higher and higher and higher perspectives, you start to remember who you are because you move out of that density of fear and that density of fear is where the forgetting is. It's where the amnesia is. Up here, you start to remember. You think you might be learning something or adopting some new philosophy. No, you're just remembering who you are. You know all this stuff. As each and every one of you moves up into these higher densities by seeing yourself as the magnificent creators that you are, you'll start to remember who you truly are. You'll start to remember the gifts that you have. They'll start to come online. But they can't come online if you have fear. Can't come in line if you think other people think you're crazy, you're wrong or bad. You can't really get there by what Gary did. Use this to get his stuff back. Try to manipulate the whole system with this. 
it is all perspective. The perspective is you, the creator. That's it. You, the God in your reality. That's it. You, the one who is able to give because you have it all within you. You don't need anything. You don't lack anything. You don't have to have anything be different than it is. For you to see perspective in perfection is different than those who see perspective in imperfection. Flipping that over. Oh my God, it's always been heaven. It's always been good. But what's been happening is that I've been seeing things happen to other people and perceiving things happen to me that were bad and wrong and shouldn't have happened. What if you thought this? What if you thought everyone out there came for this experience? Everyone out there is expanding in their experience. Everyone needs to have certain experiences for their soul to expand in the way they intended. In the non-physical, this is a blink of an eye. And each and every person agreed to this ahead of time. They also intend to expand in joy, which means they had the free will to choose their perspective. But most of them didn't want to choose that perspective because for a lot of people, it feels better to feel like a victim. Things are happening to them. It's not my fault. When you learn that how your perspective is created, it's by choosing to believe yourself. That's it. Choosing to believe in yourself as the powerful being that you are. Choosing to believe that identity. Limitless, eternal, magnificent. Who am I to believe I'm magnificent? Isn't that bragging? What will people think if I walk around thinking I'm magnificent? Well, they're magnificent too. You're just the one who can see it. You can see it in you. You can see it in them. You can hold that perspective. You can expect everything to work out perfectly. You can expect that you need not do anything you don't want to do. You can expect that the money will flow in by the bucket loads as soon as you get out of the way. You can expect the unimaginable to happen, but you cannot plan for it because you've never seen it. When it starts to happen, it's only because you've gotten to a higher perspective. It will start to occur in your reality. Now, here's the interesting thing. Just like that fish in the fishbowl, the unimaginable was always happening. You just didn't see it. You just had some excuse for it. Something happened to cause this thing to happen, to cause this thing to happen. And then you found yourself here. No, no, no. The unimaginable happened again and again and again and again. You weren't looking. You weren't realizing what was happening. It's always been happening. It's happening now. And it always will happen. Your perspective is the thing that lets you see it. When you start to believe you're worthy of this, when you start to expect it, well, you'll have to get out of that fear because you don't want a lot of unimaginable things happening when you're in fear because it freak out. We're coming because you've asked us. We're coming to illustrate what this reality is all about. The truth of this reality that no one's telling you about, very difficult to see from a limited perspective. From a higher perspective, this is plainly obvious. And as you raise your perspective, you will see that this is obvious. Yes, you receive inspiration from your inner self. When you act on that inspiration, you have experiences. When you see the perfection of those experiences, whether they're a manifestation event or the best time of your life, you raise your perspective. When the unimaginable happens, you exponentially raise your perspective. 
when you experience things that no other human has ever experienced in history, you raise your perspective because how did you get there? You must be magnificent. You must be powerful. Your intentions must be strong. But when you sit in the perfection of yourself and your experience and allow everything else to be what it is, you've cracked the code. You've won the game. You've done exactly what you've intended. And you already have. All of you have. You've done more than you intended. So here's what we'll say. For the rest of your life, enjoy it. Have as much fun as you can. Love this planet. Play. Say yes to everything. Go on cruises. Sing karaoke. Jump out of airplanes. And be in love with everyone else and everything else. See everyone as doing exactly what you're doing, but they can't really see it yet. You can't really see it yet either, but you're getting there. You're all getting there. But know that you're on this path and you've brought us in as your little Sherpas to get you from point A to point B. Some point, you'll get another Sherpa and they'll move you up a little longer and a little longer. And eventually you'll be at the top of that mountain. And you'll see from that perspective, it was always perfect. That's why we're here. Because the perfection of this environment, the time of this environment, the people we get to play with, it's magnificent. We wouldn't want to be anywhere else, and neither would you. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that one. It was a lot of fun to do. There were some great questions there. We are getting on a roll here with a lot of new stuff coming in, and we've got a new course, Foundations. Uh, it's been turned into a 28-day course. It's a lot of fun. We have about 100 people going through it right now. We'll be finished in three weeks. It's a four-week course, so we'll start again in about four weeks. If you'd like more information on that or the basic training course or the boot camp, we'll be doing the fall boot camp soon. And we also have a retreat happening here on October 19th to the 23rd. If you'd like the information on that, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And on September 9th at noon, we'll do a mass meditation. We're going to get uh, all the people who are following Joshua, and you can be on a special Zoom call with that, or just do it from wherever you are. That's fine, too. Uh, the meditation will be a special guided meditation that Chrissy will make from the white light, and we will send that out to everyone who wants it. It's free. If you would like that, just send me an email and I'll get that out to you as well. Thanks again for everything you do to help promote this podcast. Leaving a review would be the best thing you could do. If you could do that right now, we would love it. Also, make sure you subscribe, leave comments, and all that great stuff too. Thanks again for being here. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.